All right, we're live or live. Joel, you are. I know that this is a very like, yo, we're here. Just dropped. <laughs> What's up? So, oh, let's go. Normally, normally we uh, like to do these recordings live. Yep, yep, yep. On Twitch.tv forward slash United We Nerd, like we do. But you were going to tell me something because I I am not aware. This is a a live react recording. So there must be a good reason. Joel, we talked we talked a little bit before we started recording, and you said you had no idea what was going on, which is great because I, I get I get we get to see your live reaction to this. Uh, we we get to see how you feel about this, and we're gonna take a trip. Down one of our favorite pastimes. Oh no! What the fuck is Twitch doing? <laughs> like, is it like a McMahonism or is it worse? Is it like a Bobby Kotick? Like, what? What are we? What are we talking? So, so we're recording this on Tuesday. If you're six, watching, six, you're watching this on Thursday. We recorded this on Tuesday, and today, Twitch just revealed their plans for their new policy changes for. Ad sponsorships. Ray. Um, so I pulled up the guidelines that they proposed. Um, and pretty much I'm going to kind of do some clip notes and, you know, just kind of give you general ideas of like what's happening just because there's, there's a lot of stuff that I don't want to like go through because it's going to be boring as fuck. Um, so basically, so basically what Twitch is said that they're planning on doing is they are going to make it pretty much almost impossible for streamers to have third party sponsorships on Twitch. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, (laughs) (laughs) so we... So we, yeah, it's it's fucking goofy as shit. What Jeff so, Bezos gonna start giving us a thousand dollars per stream? Like what? What the fuck? Only in your wildest dreams. So, I, I mean, that was you know, I was holding my breath. So recently, you know, Twitch has been trying to find ways to you know make more money. Yeah, you know, as you do as an Amazon company. Uh, so. You know, we've we've already gone through like the whole thing of like them switching from a seven thirty, like seventy thirty to a fifty fifty, yeah, and yeah. you know, capping off, uh, you know, uh, payouts at a certain percentage and stuff like that. So now they released these new guidelines that haven't gone into effect yet, but it's kind of showing their idea of how they. Want can't wait to hear this already. Us streamers <laughs> to uh, to have ad sponsorships that are third party. So basically, with this proposed guideline change, um, streamers will no longer be able to have ad sponsored brand logos on the stream on your overlay. You can't. You well, actually. Let me correct that. You can have it as long as it's at or under 3% of the screen size. <laughs> what the fuck? That's so 
specific. <laughs> That's very, ridiculous. very specific. Um, you can't have inserted or what they call burned in uh, video ads. So you can't like uh, I've seen for a like let's say for HelloFresh, you know, not a sponsor. Uh, unless HelloFresh, you know, you can kind of fucking throw us a bone a little bit. We're trying to be on your side. Um, but let's say like um, there's been there's been a lot of streamers lately that have like a HelloFresh ad or something like that. Yeah. yeah so yeah. part of the package is that they have to have a burned in kind of like video like in their stream that kind of, Makes you sense. know, show off. And it's like, okay, well now with this guideline, you can't do that. Um, it's dumb. You can't have burned in display ads. So like having like a banner, like I say, oh, you know, you know, get, you know, 20% off of, you know, like a fucking Manscaped subscription or whatever the fuck, you know. Unless it's three percent on the fucking screen, apparently. <laughs> well, no, like you know, you have like a big banner, yeah, like yeah, on the yeah. top of Brom. Uh, Twitch will no longer allow those at all. Um, according it's to actually going to ban the game I'm playing, and then um, inserted burn in audio ads. So if you have an audio ad for a sponsor, you can't do those on Twitch anymore. I sponsor or, myself. Um. And then they kind of show examples of what they do allow still. That they're going to allow um, panels on the channel page, which is whatever. Um, you're allowed right. to have the sponsored item in the background of the video or of your stream, right? Uh, you can have okay. your you know promotions in uh, your promo codes like in uh, the chat, so you can have like your chat bot. You know, have the little promo in there. That's that's allowed. You okay. can dis you can verbally discuss and, and endorse the product, and you can do unboxings of the product that you're sponsored by on the stream, and then you can play sponsored games on Twitch. So okay. here's so I've been I've been kind of seeing other people's conversations. And I actually, before we start recording, I just finished watching uh, Moist Critical's uh, video about this. And he brought up a really good point. Normally, with a sponsor package, if you're playing a game, normally comes with a banner. It comes with um, some kind of like burn-in like ad of some kind mm -hmm. on, the, on the stream. So those are no longer allowed. So how the fuck are you going to do a video game ad, like a video game sponsorship? on Twitch, let alone think about this. All the companies that stream their, you know, tournaments, you know, like you, your fighting game tournaments, you got your leagues, you got your, you know, your rocket leagues and like X, Y, and Z game that has like a tournament that they stream on Twitch. They can't even put their own fucking ads <laughs> on screen. <laughs> Bro, what the this fuck is, is the what? This is so like let's say let's say Joel, let's say for some reason like we were we were live recording a stream and all of a sudden like hey you know we wanted to put an ad uh for our, our stream element store on on fucking our on screen we can't we couldn't do that. Unless it's that's like three percent of the screen, big, right? No. As <laughs> long it's as not it, a banner, as long as it's, it's an image, it's and it's not a burned in um. Uh, the video fuck are they thinking? <laughs> what is this? Stupid as fuck. It's so it's so bad. 
it's a it's egregious you could promote the product but not put anything else about the product and in the background you know this is going to force people to more be more creative too and like you're gonna lose a lot of revenue like that just this is like your biggest fucking thing i mean sure there's other things they do right but i think gaming is like isn't that probably one of the biggest things i might be wrong now i'm dated now right i don't know like don't you want people to promote the game with the right information like so sure, you imagine, can put it in chat, but that's not very exciting, right? I mean, I so do I imagine, know? imagine like, like some of the streamers I watch, like, like, uh, you know, just name any streamer and then think, like, oh, a big video game company is, you know, contacting you to do a sponsored stream. You know, let's just say, for example, for you know, the most recent thing, all Street Fighter, Street Fighter 6 came out, mm-hmm. they've had streamers do sponsor streams. Mm-hmm. You know, first three by six. So imagine Capcom is coming to you, coming to streamers like, "Oh, hello, streamer. We would like for you to play Street Fighter Six on your channel, and you know, sponsor the game's release." And it's like, if this, if these guidelines were implemented, you'd be like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I can play the game. I can't, I can't put any uh, ads on the uh, the screen." no it doesn't work that way you really want to like level a playing field for like someone just starting out i guess that's good but like you don't but no i don't know even like the small streamers get like this is this is the one policy change that fucks over everybody because yeah there's been like discrepancies like oh like you know partners get affected differently than yeah yeah yeah. and like like small streamers trying to build a way up this affects everybody because even small streamers can still get sponsored ads and it's even harder for them. It's even harder for small streamers to get sponsor ads because they kind of have to prove themselves more. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I shouldn't say that, but it's like it's still. It's like how 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 are you gonna how are you gonna get a sponsor to sponsor you by saying it's like okay, I can sponsor your product. I can't really advertise it though. I could talk about it. What is this I can show logic? If it's a physical product, I can show it. Can I use the soundboard? Can I? What is this? <laughs> Does the soundboard even work? Like, <laughs> like what the? Like, come on! You know, uh, Brian. Remember how we were talking about Overwatch Two, and you made this noise <laughs> many times. What the fuck are you thinking? Who, like, big, big money bags? Twitch. Yes, when you have so much fucking money, you can make whatever stupid decision you want and just shoot yourself in the foot, I guess, like, and alienate some of your your people who bring in the money. Like, honestly, like, I guess, what does that mean for us, too? Like, if we were going to get a sponsorship, I guess, like, or we can't. (laughs) God forbid. God forbid we want to sell one of our T-shirts, which, by the way, they are on sale right now. You could say it through audio, though. We should just put it every time one percent of the screen, right through there, right, right there, yeah, right around. So like, (laughs) there's also a lot of um... fuck. I am like perplexed. It's just like a yeah, and then like they have like a few other things that are kind of like no brainers as far as like you know types of products and shit like that, but really like the permitted and prohibited brand sponsorship format like section of this of the guidelines is goofy yeah. as fuck and of course 
um, as the internet does, they vocalize how stupid this is. And then about five hours ago, uh, Twitch posted on Twitter saying that, um, and I quote, today's branded content policy update was overly broad. This created confusion and frustration, and we apologize for that. We're sorry that we used too many big words. Um, really what they said? No. Oh, thank that, God. That, 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 that last part was added by me. I should have said that. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, like, um, God damn. Wait a they, con <laughs> they continue for three more tweets. Um, quote, we do not uh, intend to limit streamers' ability to enter into uh, direct relationships with sponsors. And we understand that this is an op important part of how streamers earn revenue. Duh. Uh, you sure? Are you sure about that? <laughs> Are you sure about that? Sure Are you about sure that? about that? You didn't fucking know. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, quote: We wanted to clarify our existing ad policy that is intended to prohibit uh, third-party ad networks from selling burned-in video and display ads on Twitch, which is which is consistent with other services. Other services, who? Not YouTube. From from what I know, not Kick. Uh, you can definitely do it on social media. So what services are they talking about? I'm confused. Uh, their last tweet quote says, uh, we missed the mark with the policy language. and will be, and will rewrite the guidelines to be clearer. Thank you for sharing your concerns. And we appreciate the feedback. We'll notify the community once we have updated the language. So hearing that Joel I I just, no. I I just I just I just want to hear your reaction just after me reading that like what what does that sound like to you they're still going to fucking do it that's what it sounds like <laughs> and I'm wondering if if it's some other big streaming service not in the United States maybe that's a big competition but I don't know how lucrative it is in other countries I guess I could do some research but it just seems like a really bad move, especially here. This seems like a really, really bad move. But I guess when you have a three trillion dollar business, who gives a fuck? Whatever, do whatever weird shit you want. Lex Luthor, the whole fucking thing. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck. I'm so, I'm so confused. Why? It's 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 just hearing like seeing the wording of what they said is like, we're going to change the wording. Like to me, how I said before, it makes it sound like, Oh, I'm sorry. These words were too big. We're going to change yeah. it. So you guys understand why we want more money. <laughs> because, because not, not only going off of this, Twitch also said that they're going to roll out a, in like a, um, their own sponsor program. So that you can get sponsors from Twitch, so that they're okay, and also because Twitch can get money from that too. Is isn't that great? Uh, I don't. <laughs> I just don't. 
I just don't know like what the executives at Twitch are thinking really, you know. Who is there like what's the oversight on this? Like who who's in charge of this? Like who's making that call? I don't know. There's probably a like a room of these of these people. You know, I it just confuses me because like you you're arguably the biggest, at least most popular streaming service or just streaming website, right? Yeah. And maybe this is just over the past few years, they just felt like they are like the kings of the castle and they can kind of change whatever they want, not realizing that if this policy goes through, this could literally kill them. Because, like they said, streamers and content creators kind of like earn the most money through sponsorships. Mm -hmm. So if Twitch is changing how that how sponsorships work on their service doesn't mean that sponsors have to play ball. They could be like, nah, we want our product to be front and center. We'll go somewhere else. That's what's going to happen. I'm damn sure. I mean, I'm not a fucking business analyst, but it just makes sense. I, I don't fucking know. Like, what the fuck? I am. I the. <laughs> like, that's me right <laughs> Like, what? What? <laughs> I don't have a field day with this the soundboard, but I'm just... What the it's, it's, it's goofy as fuck. I was not expecting to talk about Twitch blunders today, but I'm also kind of not surprised. Yeah, it's just... What the f okay. Uh... Thanks, Twitch. Uh, I don't know if we'll be using you anymore if you actually go through with that. So, uh, hey, do we have two top three alternatives <laughs> that we could just look at right now? <laughs> There's YouTube. It's true. The YouTube, tubes. YouTube.com forward slash at United We Nerd. It's true. I will say YouTube shorts. I've, I, I think more interaction with YouTube shorts than I've ever gotten with like a Twitch clip, but I don't know. I'm a small time streamer. So, yeah, I, and I don't and, have like shit on YouTube, so. And this this isn't to say that, you know, people are, are going to be leaving Twitch on mass. Right, right. But I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if we do, if these this policy goes through, I wouldn't be surprised if we get something similar to the. The kind of mass exodus of like the top streamers that we had um, like half a decade ago or so. Like, remember when a lot of the big fucking streamers started leaving to go to, like, either YouTube, um, Facebook, or, you know, when Mixer was still around? And that's what I was trying to remember. I was like, what was the name of that other one that died? What was it called? That that decent that decent streaming platform that, uh, <laughs> that died too soon. It wasn't bad. Like, honestly, for, like, exposure, like, I probably ran into more people, like, just out of the blue on that than I did on Twitch. But I think it actually did the thing, but that's just me. Yeah. 
I don't know. Uh, Twitch Twitch does what they do. What the and fuck? And we'll just we'll just sit here watching the uh, the embers burn. As the as as the the kindling crackles in the night. What was Twitch. that other service you were using? What was it called for gaming? Oh, you played um, Titan, or Titanfall on it, or maybe you played Assassin's Creed. Oh, uh, blemish or something. Blemish, like blemish. Which is um, from what still I remember, it, uh, it's still around. It, um, from what I know, they're using pretty much similar tech to uh, what Mixer is using. So. Who knows? Kick came around and apparently Kick's doing pretty good from all I know. I haven't Kick? been on the yeah, I haven't been on the site myself, but I've heard I've heard things about it. Um Who knows? Um we'll see what happens with that. I know YouTube isn't like as far as features wise isn't the best compared to oh. Twitch, but it is the next biggest thing. Yeah. So. I'll have to Who check knows? out Kick. We'll, we'll see about that. Um, but yeah. Had to had to kind of start the podcast off with that kind of stuff because you can't I guess so. You can't not talk about that shit. That's kind of ridiculous. I'm considering how much we've used Twitch over the past fuck, I don't know. Ten years almost. on and off. Yeah, yeah, almost a decade on our, on, our, on our own channels on this channel. We've gone to Twitch cons, like, yeah. Crazy. I mean, you know, sometimes things just don't last, and we'll see if uh, Twitch can get their heads a little bit out of their ass because you know it's it's in far, it's in way deep, it's in it's all up in there. Seems like a Warner Brothers move, not gonna lie, <laughs> but. <laughs> Oh boy. Discovery Warner Brothers whispering in their ear. Oh boy. What the fuck do I know? Mm. I just I just watch and play. I don't I don't make the decision. Yeah. So we'll 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 keep we'll keep tabs on that and see what happens, see what uh their rewording of the guidelines do. Mm-hmm. Um so moving that aside, uh Joel, what you what have you been up to? We we've we've had a, a few weeks kind of off the podcast, but we've been doing some things. Um, let's see. Uh, yesterday, uh, for those who know, uh, Josh, he has his own campaign going with the Call of Cthulhu. I did that yesterday. Uh, we, oh. For those who listen to the D&D uh, roundtable, he, he's leading that, and basically we fought this Cthulhu beast poisoning the water. It was like a two-session uh, lead-up, and there's like this, basically this giant, like, Cthulhu monster with tendrils hanging from the ceiling of a cave, had many hands and faces. Uh, one of our um, players got eaten alive, and we threw dynamite oh, at the monster. <laughs> so I, I, I'll have to upload the pictures later on my Instagram. So we did that. Call of Cthulhu's cool. What, um, what a, so Call of Cthulhu, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, that's an actual, like, it's its own game system. It's not like a D&D Yeah, thing. yeah. It's basically you play like a paranormal investigator. There's like its own system and stats and stuff. It's similar to D&D, but not quite the same. You can roll for encounters. You have bonuses and stats and whatever. Uh, where the push it mechanic and luck mechanic, I got it from that. It's in other games oh, too. Oh, okay. I, I, I stole more things too that I really liked. I'm going to put in my game. So oh. yeah, so we did that. Um, I played an investigator named LeBlanc. 
and uh, he went <laughs> crazy. He was like shooting at his team for a second because of the monster got in his mind. But he got away after we blew up the monster. So it's cool. Uh, if you want to check out something new and you play D&D, check out Call of Cthulhu. It's pretty cool. Nice. Um, also, uh, Josh used like what we did with Jameson. He had like a TV and oh. the, the computer hooked up. So we had like a Not virtual nice. board. That was pretty cool. And um, all right. To that, though, I think a week ago we played D&D. It's been a minute. I did like a mm-hmm. little mini refresher and I had some old villains and villains from another campaign show up. I did. I did like a almost like a greatest hits version just to have us, you know, just wet the whistle. We haven't played in a while. We've all been busy. Just have some fun and yeah, shit up. that like just from a player's perspective, that was like pretty neat. But I, I like because it wasn't exactly the same. Like they were for in essence, like the uh past like bosses we fought but they were like kind of like a like shadowy corporeal kind of version of themselves and you know we kind of had to deal with figuring out how the fuck do we touch them because you do a physical attack nothing happens it just goes right through them yeah so I added like an extra step for those who are curious. Like, yeah. usually I'm I'm I don't know, I'm pretty. I feel like I'm the junk food D and D player. Like I just have you guys go in and fuck shit up. But I was like, let me advance it. We've been playing for a bit, so they had to do something then attack. So I had them fight these old two bosses. I had this for those who know from The Witcher, a Leshen and a giant mantis. They fought before, and then I had two characters actually. I played come as as ghosts and had they fought mm-hmm. them for those who knew. Uh, Adam, if you ever listen, they fought Fortarticus, the ghost of Fortarticus, my three yeah. cream bug. And <laughs> then they also fought uh, my little gnome buddy. His name is Whizzle Bizzle. He was throwing like Whizzle magic Bizzle, fire. Right. He had the ghost of Adara <laughs> like following him, like a stand. Like that's who killed him. So I had like they them combined as the one to fight the team. They're pretty easy. And then the fun kicker, because someone mentioned it before, because I also do the Mass Effect campaign. It's like, you know, this character actually many years down the line is going to be a Mass Effect. And I was like, I like that idea. So I brought in, I said, you're going to fight your past, present, and future. I brought in, like, Mass Effect uh, creatures for them to fight. But, like, watered-down versions, of course. They couldn't fight a Krogan. Not yet, at least. Yeah. (laughs) And I had, like, a modified version of a a Lucent Hive show up for you guys. But you guys took care of that pretty Mm -hmm. quick. So, yeah, we did that. Um, Fanime happened. I haven't been in four years. I don't know if we talked about that recently, but you and I went with my wife, Sarah, we went with Jameson and Marcelo. uh, Marcelo. It was, it was our first convention with the whole crew. Yeah. Your partner was there too. We met up with some other friends, uh, Carla and Lisa, Diego, all them. But yeah, I haven't been in a long time and, you know, I masked up. I was happy to see everyone's masked up too. Cause you know, I'm as so much as I like going to conventions, every time I went to a convention, I, I came back sick. So that was nice to come back from even, a convention. Even before COVID, con crud was like, yeah, con crud sucks. That was nice. I was cool to see. And we went on Sunday, like the big cosplay events were the day before. We still saw, I don't know, I saw some great cosplays still. And, of course, the Dealer's Hall and Artist Alley, great stuff. You know, I picked up uh, Sananju High Grade. Um, yeah, there's this yeah, great yeah. print of uh, Shepard I got, um, um, Jane Shepard. And it was just, the art was so cool. It was stunning. I was like, I can't pass this up. We're getting it right now. Bought it right on the spot. So, so couldn't let it go. So I feel like I have a very, very common opinion, at least as far as, like, most cons artist alleys but anybody anybody out there that uh 
can get in touch with fan right i know it's kind of hard because you kind of have to work with the venue you got but can we can we please just get a little bit more space in the artist alley that shit is cramped yeah. as fuck and like it's been cramped ever since i've been going since 2013 it's been cramped it's like, for like 10 years <laughs> it's already bad enough trying to shuffle through people but it's like we're we're kind of we're kind of you know bigger dudes so it kind of it's like makes it harder but like i can't imagine someone who gets who can't deal with being in tight enclosed spaces trying to go through artist alley because i feel like I feel like there was so much cool shit to see, but because of how crowded it was, I didn't get a chance to see everything. You know what I mean? And there were a couple things I was blocked out from. People were bumping into me, which is cool, but I'm glad I was like not in a like I you know I kind of pride myself on making like a recycled cosplay, but I was like I'm so glad I'm not in like a high profile expensive cosplay right now because people like keep kept bumming into me in my upcycled shows like damn if you if this was not a recycled cardboard fucking <laughs> warlock outfit based on a marathon thing like y'all i would be pissed <laughs> but um, yeah so yeah i just uh, that's, that's just my kind of my wish like i think that's why i kind of like going to the, the dealer's hall more just because there's like there's so much so to see spacious. in there, but it's, it's so spacious and it feels so, it felt so comfortable in there. And at the busiest point of the day, like Artist Alley was jam packed, and we went back to Dealer's Hall, and uh, it still was more it was than a breath of fresh air, dude. And it, it was so stuffy in Artist Alley. Great art, though. Thank you, artists, and of course, dealers. Um, it was great. And we also passed by the gaming arena or the arcade. That was pretty cool. Yo, that, that place was popping. It, they, that's more than I've ever seen before. Usually no, they had like too. tables and stuff, and they had a couple tournaments, but they really they had some game I didn't recognize. But people were really engaged and watching. I was like, oh, it's so, cool. And then they had a um, League of Legends too on the big screen with so like, two when people we were there, Yeah, that was wild because I haven't seen that before. Yeah, because there there's been fighting game tournaments at Fanime every year, right? Yeah, yeah. But now they upgraded, so now there's actually like kind of like a stage. Where the players yeah. can play, so it's like an actual like if you're going to like fucking Evo or something like that. It's like, I mean, it's not fancy though because it's just risers, but still, like the two players are on a stage with a big screen, uh, so everybody could see, and they're playing Guilty Gear Five, like the newest Guilty Thank Gear you. game. Um, yeah, people were fucking popping off for that. It, it Excuse me. like if if you've never seen like a fighting game tournament before, there's like this infectious energy when like someone, like there's a very competitive fight. And then somebody just like kind of gets to the upper hand and like starts doing this crazy ass combo, and everybody in the crowd just like, yeah, let's go. What's happening? Um, but yeah, and like you said, they had they had a league tournament there, and they actually had like commentators doing like live commentating, yeah, which cool. is, which is sick. Um, and of course, they have like the the tabletop areas, and kind of like the game the game rental areas. Um, and they even had an arcade, which mm -hmm. I guess to give an example, like. They rent all their uh, arcade systems out from this one company that gets a lot of Japanese imports, right? So you have a lot of, like, you know, the the rhythm games and, like, the DDRs and stuff yeah. like that. But on the corner of my eye, I caught a Soul Calibur two cabinet. And I was like, Joel, we gotta play. We did. We, had, uh, we did. This guy was in front of us, and him and his son played. And the guy there on the left seat... He said he hadn't been playing for long, but he beat them, right? And so we were next in line. Brian went first. He was using Keelik, 
And uh, our buddy Fernando was like, I was telling him about the story. He's like, man, fuck that guy. Keelix is fucking, he was talking <laughs> shit about Keelix users. But uh, the guy there, he was pretty good as Keelix too. But he yeah, it's been really a while. We, it was with the fight stick too. It wasn't like a controller. Was but a, for me, I was like, oh. Arcade cabinet, arcade cabinet straight from Japan yeah. still still had the yen sign on it. Yeah, yeah. so that was cool. We, we, we both took on the same guy. Um, you used you did, Nightmare, you, right? And who else I use Nightmare. Use? I use Nightmare both times. Uh, both use sets, I use Nightmare. You were actually Mitsurugi. doing a lot better than me. You did Mitsurugi and then Yoshimitsu. Yoshimitsu. That actually got me a win, I think. That got Yoshimitsu. you an actual win. Yeah, uh, the guy, yeah, he was kicking my ass. So I was like, all right, I'm going to use Yoshimitsu and just fuck around. <laughs> and I, he, he beat me, though, two to one. But it was still good. He was, he was good. But yeah. It was like, damn, it's been, I'm rusty. <laughs> yeah, anime was was pretty fun. I'd say all in all, and we, you found good parking. The usual spot we go to is like, I don't know, ten to sometimes it was like twenty minute walk away. We were just like behind five, the like convention five center, walks, like yeah. east and street like that. But yeah, like literally right next to the convention center, primo parking. Yeah, and it was for Sunday. It was still like kind of open. We came back to we were leaving. I was like, "Oh, that's nice." So, yeah, and Marcelo gave the the parking ticket to someone who was incoming. So that was really nice. Marcelo is such a sweetest person. Yeah, sweet, sweet, sweet boy, Marcelo. Um, I guess before you continue, I guess this would be a perfect time to announce actually on the podcast that you know we went to our first convention as as a, as a group. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah. So it's only fitting to announce that. All three of us are be going to PAX West this year. Ooh, so, yeah, so anybody listening, my, my plane ticket. <laughs> if you see us at PAX West, you know, come say hi. You know, hell yeah, we'll be there. Pacific Northwest. Pacific Northwest. We've gone at separate times, or like I went with you and everyone else. I think Marcella went another time, but we haven't gone all together. If I'm, if I remember correctly, I might be wrong. But. So, I know Marcella's been to PAX East. That's what it is. He's been to Paxis. Um, we both went two years ago. No, yeah, two years ago. No, we went before COVID, so we went twenty nineteen. Yeah, I went last year. Yeah, but this year, you know, the trifecta is coming to Seattle. Woo! Let's do it. Locked and loaded. And I was kind of worried too because um, for those for those of you that have never been to Pax, um, usually how the ticket sales go is that they kind of just shadow drop the tickets as a way to kind of just like you know fight the scalpers off this year they decide they actually announced the day they're going on sale which is kind of weird so it was a little bit of touch and go for a little bit we were kind of worried that uh shit wasn't going to go down but we got it we're locked in Hell yeah it's good dude i can't wait like we we had so much fun in 2019 we did like and this year seems like it's going to be such like a crazy year. Like Summer Game Fest is happening this Thursday. Um, oh, yeah. You know, we're getting a lot of the uh, press conferences and like little uh, virtual events now. There's going to be so many games announced that will maybe be cool, and we'll probably get to get our hands on later this year. Oh yeah, it's going to be fun. I love I, when we went. It was pretty cool for me. Um, going first time, I'm getting to play some of the Shadow Keep stuff for the first time since I'm a big yeah. Destiny kid. I remember using that sniper rifle, playing Crucible match on Windows Core or whatever. That was mm. it was on a PlayStation though. It wasn't my <laughs> uh, element 100, percent but hey, I still it hey, was fun. 
That's okay. At least your PlayStation controller worked. Mine didn't, so I had to try playing on mouse and keyboard, and that shit was confusing. Being somebody that played Destiny on Xbox only. Yeah. That shit was confusing as fuck. And you you, you could do, too. Ben reminded me right before. He's like, you know, you could check out your collections right before we leave. I was like, oh, shit. Look at the new exotics. (laughs) And then the Xenophage was there. It's like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) So that that was pretty cool. I I don't know if they'll have more fun Destiny stuff. Oh, they probably will, actually, because Lightfall. No, uh, Final Shape. So so that's going to be interesting because they are going to be having their like big presentation in august but they weren't but because of like COVID changing the release date for um the witch queen they weren't there last year that's true so i don't know if they'll maybe pop in maybe it'll be for marathon they're hyping that back up again so oh possibly have a have a marathon booth that'd be sick Shout out to the guy who recognized my cosplay. He's like, are you something from Marathon? I was like, no, well, sort of. <laughs> I was a warlock wearing Marathon stuff. Thought it's a Destiny team. Well, actually, a bit of a <laughs> warlock myself. Uh, but yeah, uh, conventions. It's been a while and it's time. And I'm going to fucking mask up for sure. Last time I was overwhelmed, not going to lie. I was like, this is too many people. But I think I know what to expect this time. So, Anime yeah. was has always been a lot, but I guess it's, it was different. I don't know. Just, I, th- I was th- like, whoa. I think it's just because they've now kind of, with the renovations and stuff, they kind of figured out their space. Yeah. A little bit better. Um, but yeah, uh, pa- from what I remember last year, PAX actually did a pretty good job. Um, it was kind of weird because you kind of had to go a few blocks to, like, the Marriott to, like, you know, check in with, like, you know, all the COVID procedures and shit like that. So that yeah. was kind of weird. But, um, but yeah, it. I think... Once you get in there and you're like you're just surrounded by all like these cool ass games and stuff, it's just like business as usual. Like everybody, everybody's following the rules and shit and nice. being safe. And you mentioned something having something in common. Well, I just want to segue to common writer because we saw that shit. Bruh. And you know what's crazy is for a little bit of backstory for Shin Ultraman because of the pandemic, it took forever. For to get here in the states and i was like wait like, come on i know it's out there the, japan loves it bring it here it took forever and with shin common rider they're like yo the converge event only one day a week i saw an ad on instagram like i was like boom i was like oh shit that's this month you know like that <laughs> snuck up on me i wasn't paying attention to it or looking for it though but still uh we saw common rider shin common rider same creator of shin ultraman and shin godzilla I loved the previous suit, really loved Shin Ultraman. And Shin Kamen Rider, I had a kind of idea, you know, what going on. I'm familiar with Kamen Rider. You know, Villain of the Week suits up, kicks ass. And <laughs> the first five minutes, we went with our partners. They were laughing hell hard, as were we, <laughs> because it was a joy. The movie was a joy. <laughs> Literally, it, it's it's action-packed goodness. And oh, yeah. I was I was blown away. It's, yeah. it's, tokus, it's tokusatsu at its finest. Hell yeah, that that's like, considered better myself. It, ha- it has the greediness of like what the Shin series has been, but it still does a good job of like celebrating the campiness of like the oh, mid seventies yeah. like Japanese tokusatsu shows. So fucking campy, goofy series. So f- there's a literal okay. I'm just, mild spoiler. If you don't want to know the spoilers for Shin Kamen Rider, mute me. Yeah, I don't know for a minute, but if you don't spoiler. care. Spoilers for Shin Kamen Rider. Uh, there's this 
fucking guy who's half bat and they don't even i feel like the cg <laughs> did not go to this scene he was like half flying the wings were really badly put on he's talking but it was <laughs> it was still a great scene but i was just like oh, was whoa <laughs> and you know they showed how powerful he was too like the power he had to you know kill all these people he set up and, and then of course you know comrade's like i'm gonna kick you in the fucking sky with my sick bike and he does so <laughs> yeah spo- spoilers over now um yeah it was it was fucking amazing um i had a lot of fun um yeah it was like it's dope it was really dope and you know what was, was so cool which they didn't do for Ultraman. i guess it's kind of a spoiler too but um they did like a side by side of the scenes they stole fr- or stole they honored they from the original yeah, and did for the new one, which I thought was really cool. It's like, hey, you should see really the comparison. Neat. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. Like, there's a scene where all these enemies use their stabs, you know, the old one, and they did it with the new one. They show them, like, jumping in the air hella high and, like, the little camera <laughs> angles they do for, like, the 70s. It's like, oh, that's really cool. The, so, the special effects they used back then. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. So, Joel, um, writing off the hype of Shin, of Shin Kamen Rider... Oh, I have, man, I've, so I hype. have dipped, I have dipped in finally. I, I've been wanting to for like, at least like the past two years. I, I've started dipping in. I've been finding ways to watch common writer shows. Right? Oh, dude, that that was like your excuse right there. You are in that. there. You can go in. You, so, you got the all clear. So I found out that um, Amazon Prime Video has some common writer shows. Um, oh, but they nice. get. They get most of their stuff from, um, uh, what was it, uh, Shout? It's like Shout TV um, has a lot of uh, Shout Factory. It's it's the company that um, like produces a lot of like the Blu-rays and stuff for kind of like shows like Ultraman and other stuff and other like Tokusatsu shit and just like other kind of yeah. like older older movies and stuff like that. Um, well apparently I know that. well apparently they have a website where you can just watch episodes. Oh like nice. there's there's like some ad breaks in there, but it's like they have Joel, you would love this. They have a shit ton of Ultraman. Hell yeah. All right. Um, I'm in. They have right. super we're they done. have like Five Super <laughs> Sentai. They have some common writers. So it's like, all right. On like Sundays, like, all right, you know, I'm gonna sit down and I'm gonna like actually start, you know, dipping my toes in. So I started out with their most recent series, um, uh, Common Writer Black Sun. Oh, I've heard good things about it because Common Writer Black was supposed to be like really cool, edgy, and like they they've done a lot of odes to that too. I heard it's it's hot. Yeah, it's hot right now. So so Common Writer Black was just like their first like Showa era like Common Writer, and it was kind of like a return of like you know Common Writer like as like a classic series, and so this is like the remake of that. At, for like the 50th anniversary, right? Damn, 50 years. Shit. Yeah, and <laughs> bruh, Sense. this is darker than Shin Common Rider. Oh no, I don't want to. Is pretty dark. <laughs> so this one has a lot of like very like politically charged kind of like like commentary because oh, living now because it's like so it's a world where there are humans and then there are humanoid kaijus called kaijins right and so they're like these people that have like you know kaiju-esque you know bodies like there's like bird people and there's like lizard people and and stuff like that um the transformations for the show are like wild (laughs) because they 
it's not so much of like the common writers like wearing armor it's more like this kind of like organic like materials like encompassing them and like they're becoming the common like the common writer and like the people that are kaijins like trent like kind of like burst out of their well, they don't like burst but like they like they melt out of their skin to like become like their kaiju form you know and cool. boy does it get violent holy <laughs> shit like this is the one little Shin thing Kamen i'm gonna Rider spoil fucking there's there's, there's, there's it's like one little thing i'm gonna spoil there is a moment where a common writer literally bites someone's hip and rips them in half holy shit <laughs> and you see it happen it's not like a pan off screen and stuff he's like he fucking rip, this person awesome. rips it in half all right give me an excuse to cosplay some common writers let's go boy um and as a palate cleanser i kind of dipped into a more campier common writer series a uh, common writer uh zero one which i've i've heard that is a very popular one uh it came out uh like a year or so ago it's it's more it's more recent um it's about uh it's about a wannabe comedian um aruto he's like he wants to make he wants to make people laugh that's his dream in life hmm. but the thing is he's not a great comedian right <laughs> that's funny and it turns out um his grandpa who owns like this big like like this AI, like humanoid robotics company, uh, passes away, and then he inherits the company. Right? Yeah. Lowly know the biggest project they're building is the Common Writer Zero One, like gear, right? Yeah. And so basically, he ends up inheriting like the Common Writer thing. So he has to like you know Iron save Man. the day. You know, this whole instead of like kaiju monsters, this whole thing is based around um, like the world is. The world has created like these AI humanoid robots that were made to like it's it's kind of like a lightweight Detroit become human kind of thing, where yeah. like they were built to, like to serve people, but then they're kind of starting to develop like more human aspects of themselves, and like they're becoming more just like personable and stuff. Like that. And then there's this evil group that is installing viruses onto these people so that they would kill humans. And so it's like they're kind of using the robots to kind of like kill humanity. Hmm. And so the common writer had like he has to figure out like what to do. And of course, there's other common writers that are part of like the super police force and stuff like that. So it's kind of like they're kind of kind of working together, but like they still have like they breading heads because he's like the president of this big company that makes okay. these robots. And of course, he sees them in a different light because he believes that they can bring people happiness. Right. So it's kind of like a conflicting issue. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I just want to say Zero One suit looks pretty sick. Pretty it looks, sick. It looks sick. The Henshin transformations are fucking top notch because it's the, it's like some of like the peak common era shit where it's like they'll transform. They have their gadgets that they have to fucking slide in and like twist around oh, yeah, and yeah. activate. And then the whole activation sequence has like some dialogue that's said like in the omnipresent voice, you know. Nice. And so it's like, oh, this is like peak common writer goodness and. <laughs> I was having such a blast that I literally bought the Blu-ray set of the entire series, and I just got it yesterday. <laughs> nice. So I'm going to continue watching on there. And I found out that there was a Common Rider game that was released in Japan, like a uh, like a year or so ago, and it had English subtitles. So I bought it, 
and I'm getting it next week. I'm not going to be playing oh, fucking Comrade nice. on the PS on my PS5, and it has it has people from Comrade Double, um, Comrade Zero Zero Zero, and then Comrade Zero One, um, and I'm ex- I'm fucking excited. I am I am just in Common Rider mode right what now, and I'm called? enjoying it. Uh, it was called. What was it called? It was common. The memory of heroes. Memory of what, heroes is, it's is the first the one that popped up when I just I just t- yeah. uh, typed in common writer game. It's common memory of heroes, and just like in the show, they have all the different common writer forms, and they have all the henshins that do all the stuff and have the goofy ass fucking voice nice. lines and shit like that, and it looks super fun. Um, it's on PS4 too. Damn, I might have PS4. to. <laughs> I might have to buy one more thing for this PS4. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude, I cool. after after watching Shin Comrade, I'm just like a hundred percent. You're all in. I'm all in. I, I I'm living. I'm feeding. Yeah, uh, actually saw the one of the characters on the cover of the game. Someone cosplayed him at Fanime. So yeah, the the guy who's half black, half green. I don't know which one. Oh, that that's Comrade Double. Oh, nice. So I I've been learning some lore, right? I've been I've been trying to catch up. I've been trying to Damn, be knowledgeable. He's, he's so, in. Do you, so do you want to know what the thing is about Kamen Rider Double? Sure. Let's all learn together today. So Kamen Rider Double is pretty much like the fusion of like what fusion is to Dragon Ball is this is the Kamen Rider. So Correct me, like I could be wrong. I'm trying to remember off base, but I think like two brothers or like two, you know, two friends or something like that. Um, they both are common writer double. So basically, what happens is one person henshins. Um, they have like these two like little like cartridges that they have. Um, the the other person gives it to the the other common writer and it clicks it in, and basically takes like their spirit out of their body into them when they become the common writer so it's like it's kind of like having two personalities in common writer so like they can have conversations in their head but then there's henshins where they transform and they basically become like the fusion and so like they're both talking at the same time they're both present at the same time and it's like oh shit this is goofy i love it sounds i mean sounds fun honestly (laughs) it's 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 great. I don't know why it took me this long to finally get into it, but like now that I'm in, I'm not leaving. I'm here to stay. Typed it in for Xbox. This is two games that are like Common Writer oh, <laughs> for Xbox. Wah, wah, wah. Wah, wah. Oh, wait, where's it? Where's it? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> yeah. So we saw Shin Common Writer and we were delighted. I, I, I think. You know, the the group we saw was good too. Like I, I was like, holy shit, a couple of moments. I was like <laughs> I thought we were just gonna get some like Power Ranger-esque movie, you know, with my lack of knowledge. It's like, all right, let's have it, have a good time. We're out. And I, I got way more than I asked for, and I'm I'm happy. So well, what, what was it? Well, we were talking like right literally right before the movie started. We we're like, yeah. okay, <laughs> what do you think the kill count's gonna be on this? Like I say like maybe two. It's literally <laughs> Two minutes in, he like murders a group of people. It's like, oh shit, okay. I mean, it it's not straight murder. It's it is some self defense, but he he over. But if 
Just go see it. It's uh, you're listening to us. You gotta watch Shin Kamen Rider. <laughs> I don't know if it's you watch Shin Godzilla, Shin Ultraman, Shin Kamen Rider's next on the list. You gotta do it. There's ways to find it. You you guys can find it. Oh man, um, and of course with that, uh, Friday in our big group as we usually do. Uh, I'm just gonna say it real quick though. Fuck Tamferan again. Not not the Bruh. person's fault who booked it for us. Um, it's just how it happened it, so, the ac or the air circulation just wasn't there we had like a bunch of kids on their phones the, the whole time sucked. the crowd was awful honestly um this one guy sitting near you or if not next to you was taking fucking pictures with a bright ass flash like come on i'm gonna go off now i'm gonna have my marcello moment right now okay do it go it go 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 this is the last time i want to go to ta- the the Tafran century theater no no issue with the staff the staff are usually pretty chill and pretty nice but like you said the theater experience has been pretty shit when we've gone there and pretty much only there i cannot tell you so there was this group next to us in the aisle right i think they're kind of doing like a two row thing so like the younger ones were in the front and then there's someone in the back there was this dude literally texting like the entire time, but the fucking thing is that he had like the flash notification on his phone. So literally throughout the movie, we'd see a flash come up from behind him. And then the person in front of him was just taking pictures of the movie. And it's like, bruh, you have the flash on. We're in a dark ass theater. If you're gonna take pictures, fine. Just turn off the flash. It's not that hard. Twice. Like, he did it fucking twice. <laughs> you no, know, he did it more than twice, bro. Well, I like, saw it twice. Second time, I literally said out loud, bruh, hello loud. And a couple people laughed. And I was like, I was about to go fucking ape shit if he did it again. I was like, bruh, we're going to fucking do our own Spider-Verse in the fucking hallway in a second. <laughs> All right? You're going to be Uncle Ben. <laughs> like, uh, this motherfucker. <laughs> but no, dude, like, the movie was great. The movie was fantastic. Oh, movie, yeah, I was going to segue to the movie... We'll but, get that. But yeah, the audience but, was but ass. The audience was ass. This this is lie. the perfect example of why maybe the theater should have just died. Maybe <laughs> it should have just died. If you're gonna get experience like this, you know, I would I would pay uh, the extra true. money to go to Alamo just because I know if this shit would happen, these people would be kicked out immediately. Like they would do something about it. Like I would rather spend more money to have a better experience at a movie now. Like, like, I can't, I can't anymore. Tampa Rand, you're done. Like, I'm sorry. You're, you're, you're a local icon, but your time's done. You're, you're gone. If you were there that Friday when Spider-Verse came out, Tampa Rand, you were in our venue and you were taking pictures. Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you. If you were texting to. Mm. off <laughs> like why are you there if you're gonna be on instagram the whole fucking time like i don't know maybe i'm an old man are we am i an old man now you know am I, <laughs> but you know no, no you're just a, you're just a courteous person <laughs> you you yeah. like you i don't like even like to being enjoy- talked to during my movie that's how i am i'm like mm. don't even fuck it i like i'm that guy i, I get annoyed if someone's like you know i used no, to be that person too i was an awful movie goer too but now i'm like i'm that person i'm like i don't want to hear shit no that's what that's why that's why i think like us like us sitting next to each other is great and that's why our partners like sat like next to each other because they like to like our partners love to talk during a movie 
And we have the same wavelength. Like, if we're going to a movie that we want to see, yeah. so we want to pay as much of attention as we can on it. Like, yeah. you know, not every movie is Morbius where we're like, we just give up. Oh, I, like, I we, and Marcel's on his phone. I fell asleep. I was playing with the chair the first like yeah. ten minutes. I was ugh. So it's like this. This is like Spider Verse. You know, we're going there. We want to see it, and there's people that are fucking up the experience. Yeah. But, horrible viewing experience. But let's let's move away from that. The fucking but, movie. We'll have to do a whole episode on. It was spectacular. As yeah. far as a standalone, like uh, if you look at it as just a movie, there's a lot of strength to it. I can see how people would be very confused. As a sequel, fucking S plus. Honestly, I mean, mm. I'm biased. I love Spider Man. I love all the Spider Men, Spider Women, Spider People, Spider Characters, Villains. The reveals, the spoilers, the secrets, everything. I mean, I, there's. I'm still thinking about that one moment. I don't want to spoil it. I was cackling. Like I'm still thinking about. It. There's one key moment, and it's just. It's not even a key moment. It's just like a throwaway. And I'm just like, oh my god, they did that. And it's. It's so well, here. smart. Oh my god. It's, well, here, we don't have to go fully into it, but I'm just gonna say right now, if you haven't seen Spider Verse, Spider Verse. Like clue out for a little bit, you know. Maybe maybe put this podcast on mute if you're watching in a video. When the spoiler logo goes away, you can kind of clue back in, or just pause the podcast. Go watch the movie because if you don't if you if you don't see this in theaters, I think you're gonna. I honestly think you're gonna regret it because this is this is kind of a movie that you have to watch in theaters. So with that being said, the spoiler logo is on the screen now, Joel. What made you um, cackle so much? So <laughs> the old Spider-Man from the old cartoon <laughs> is there. He's trying to yeah. stop Miles. And he's just like, <laughs> I can do anything he can do. And <laughs> he, he, he's like in 2D too. And he fucking misses. And he's like, oh no. <laughs> I don't know. I was fucking dying. Like, I don't. That just was. <laughs> <laughs> to be like the fucking funniest thing one of the funniest i'm crying i'm crying dog yeah. like that shit got me like the, that's not the only thing there's other great funny fucking so oh, so, so you you brought up that reference i want to bring up this one that happened um because we got to see the oldest version of animated spider-man come in for a second but something that caught me off guard in like the coolest way possible is that they actually had for people that love the Spider-Man animated series, they had spectacular Spider-Man, the spectacular Spider-Man animated series version come in yeah. and actually they had, they had the actual voice actor come back in to do a line and had a speaking role in the movie. And that was so cool. Cause really cool. a lot of, a lot of people would, would say that it's one of the best modern like Spider-Man animated series that got canceled way too early. Yeah. And so it was really cool that Sony actually gave them like a shout out with this like little tiny like cameo appearance. Yeah. So that was like that was a really cool cameo. Um uh one thing speaking of I guess not really cameo, but something that we kind of learned in the after like the, the after viewing. Yeah is that um, there's a scene where Miles goes back to his dorm and his roommate Genki 
is playing on his PS on his PlayStation. And like you can see that he's playing Spider-Man, right? And it's like, oh sick, he's playing, you know, he's playing PS4 Spider-Man. Turns out uh it was confirmed uh earlier this or actually I think yesterday that yep. um in fact that was that was Spider-Man being played, but it was actually new game footage of the Spider-Man 2. But it's so small that from a distance you can't fucking tell. Yeah. But they confirmed that it's actual new gameplay from Spider-Man 2 that hasn't been shown yet. And it's like, so fuck. funny. And we can't, there's no like Blu-ray digital, so we can't go back. We have to go back to the theater and watch it again. I'm probably going to, honestly, because of that viewing experience. But um, mm-hmm. it was, what a fucking ride. It was so, so good. Like, that's how good it was. Like, the viewing experience was so bad, but the movie was so mm-hmm. fucking strong. Again, by a Spider-Man fan, uh, I mean by Spider-Man fans, right? Yeah. Um, but it it was so we like we were blown like it wasn't just us like everyone we went was like yeah that was shit. But the movie <laughs> like the movie was it's like, like it's like the viewing experience was so shitty, but the movie was so good that it like it like leveled it out a little bit. Yeah, like it was still oh. worth it to go see the movie on Friday. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I I can't wait to see how they wrap it up and. There's a. I, I want to save the this this. I'm gonna just hint at it. There, the ending was of the twist of. I just want to oh. save that. I'm gonna let that sit in the air. I'm not gonna touch it. It it was a. I was like, wow, that's really cool. I it's something we wasn't expecting, and, and it, it, it was a, really cool it, to it see. Was, it was a legitimate nice twist, which is yeah. fantastic. And um, I know Mar- Marcelo is a little busy. He's he's a, you know traveling the country right now for for work so he can't really you won't be able to pop in for a little bit but when we can get a hold of him we're definitely going to do like a full deep like oh, yeah. deep dive into this movie because I, th- oh, yeah. I it has to be something that we can all kind of just sit down and talk about yeah so right. good so good but yeah uh that was it you know i'm just after other than that um you know playing just playing destiny more breath of the wild like i said i played with uh, DD with Josh the other day. Um, getting ready for my trip out of the country. Oh, yeah, I've been out of the country in seven, eight years. So, going to the Philippines for the first time. So, for two weeks, I'll be out of here. But you guys can do here. something in the meantime. But, uh, um, yeah, we'll figure out something. Yeah, yeah, or That's really I, cool. I, yeah, I'm gonna keep my eye out for like imported shit you can't usually find here. I'm gonna at the airport. I'm gonna be like, all right, where's where, where's the Gundam booth? Where's the Kamen Rider booth? Let's fucking go. I'm, I'm in Asia. It's closer. Let's fucking go. That's true. Um, but yeah, and and Seoul for like a couple hours too for the layover. So that'll be cool. Maybe we'll have something cool at the Korean airport. But yeah, dude, uh, get some get some that. get some fucking Korean food, dude. I mean, for the first layover, we might not have enough time, but the second one, yeah, we're there for a minute. So, hell yeah. Uh, But yeah, um, that's that's about it, I think. Just summer's almost upon me, so I'm almost done with work for like a couple months, and that'll be nice. Get to play some games. I was, you know, I guess I'll stream God of War on Twitch still, but um. I've been to Valhalla because I know Mirage is coming out soon too. I've been ignoring that. Oh yeah, right. um, you gave me Shadow of Mordor. I've been ignoring that too. I'm just, I'm just backlogged again as usual. Playing hey, Breath of the Wild. I mean, t- uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Hey, summer is a perfect time for backlog. Uh, I know. Yeah, 
uh, yeah, but what about you, Brian? I know we, we had some overlap. Anything else that you want to fill us in with what you've been up to? Um, yeah, there's some things. Um, I've been I've been trucking along in Tears of the Kingdom. I've been having a lot of fun with that. Um, I finally got through my second temple. I went to nice. I went to the fire temple, so I went to the nice. Goron place. Um, Only done the water temple. I I like the Gorons. I think, but I think as far as like the races in, in Zelda, they're probably like one of my favorites. Just like these big rock people, they're just fun. Um, the the encounter for the fire temple, I fucking got sick of by the time I finally beat it. Um, it was still interesting. Uh, I won't I won't rate them yet just because I haven't seen I haven't seen the the other two, so I'm holding judgment until I fight um. The desert one and the uh, the water one. So that's I'm holding judgment. But I've just been adventuring, you know, making stupid shit, um, finding new secrets. Um, yesterday I did actually capture Zelda's horse. Nice. So, so I have the golden horse. You know that was possible. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm look for that. They they did something similar to that in Breath of the Wild. It wasn't the same horse though, but they kind of. Did something similar. It's like, oh, it's you know, it's a special horse you can go find. You know, it's like, oh, okay, I'll go, I'll go look for it. And um, I found it. I, I thought I almost lost it because right when I was about to try to like mount it and like you know tame it, a bacoblin comes up and fucking spikes me off of the horse. I'm like, no. <laughs> but but it turns out I just got it. Like right, right before I got hit, I just I got the horse. Nice. Like, okay, so it's not gonna run away from me. Cool, nice. sick. Fuck um, that goblin up. It's a fast horse too. Nice. It has like a, I think it's like a four star in speed. It's like whew. nice. Still got a two star horse. I gotta upgrade my horse. Yeah, dude. Like I was like, all right, I'm I'm sticking with this horse. I'm I'm gallivanting all the way through Hyrule with this shit. Um, but yeah, I just been motorcycle though. Uh, well, I mean, you could probably make a motorcycle now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just I just been taking my time, like I did with Breath of the Wild. I'm I'm exploring, I'm experimenting a lot. So I'm just kind of, it's definitely like my okay. I'm just gonna like chill out. I'm gonna you know, put my switch in handheld mode, and I'm just gonna like chill on the couch. You know, enjoy the nice summer breeze, and just like just chill. Um. You know, I already said like I already said talk about the common writer stuff, so I won't I won't talk about that. Um uh, let's see. I what other games have I been playing? Uh there, oh, there's a new season of Marvel Snap that just started and it's all Spider-Verse theme. So they they just they released Spider Gwen. So that's that's a cool new thing, and there's a lot of cool art because I'll give I'll give Marvel Snap this. Their variants for their cards are all really cool and interesting. They had they've had like four other versions of Miles, but like this, they have a new one for uh, this season, and it still looks sick as fuck. So I'm gonna be grinding out and trying to get those cards. Uh, try to build up my Spider-Man collection. Um. Oh. So I, re- speaking of D and D stuff. Or just tabletop gaming stuff. I recently stumbled upon a new game system. It's not, I mean, it's it's not new relatively. It's new to me. Um, called the Cypher System. Uh, 
Cypher Sim was created by Monty Cook and a few other people. Monty, if for a lot of people in the like tabletop, you know, D and D like fandom, like Monty Cook is like a legend, consider. And so he, he and a bunch of other people like made like a brand new system a few years ago, and they just recently came out with like just the standard like Cipher System book. That's just the system itself, and I've been. I ended up buying it and I've been reading through it because I'm trying, like, I've talked about this before, but um, I'm trying to build a Devil May Cry, like, yeah. D&D campaign. And after reading Cypher System, I think I'm going to turn it into a Cypher System game nice. instead of D&D. It's, it's very interesting. I, I kind of want to get some of us together and try to, like, do, like, a little test drive of it. Good. Just kind of flush it out. But uh, I guess to kind of explain like what the cipher system is, it's a very more simplistic, like D and D. Um, there's like only three stats in the game. Um, each stat has a different value depending on your character. The character, the character building, I think is really cool because it's not really like stat based. It's more of like how you describe what your character is. So it's like as so for, in like the rule book it says like the example is like okay so like in the character creation sheet it's like it's you it's like you fill out a sentence so it's like it's a so like they said like okay think of like an objective a noun and a verb and like that's your character and then they have like four oh, I put three it's kind of mad libsy that's cool though you can a little work bit with that. it's it's so more so like the player can actually like mold their character more to like customize them the way they kind of want um so there's four archetypes right there's like warrior adept um there is a sur uh, survivor or like a a scavenger and then there's a um i am blanking on the other name but it's like kind of like the the bards and like the kind of like spellcasters kind of like kind of deal like the more of like yeah. the, the charisma based classes mm -hmm. but instead of like how D, D has like a very strict like like class category this oh, one yeah. is like a or more broad so like okay warrior so like what's a warrior like it could be like a barbarian it could be a soldier it could be a fighter it could be a monk it could be like whatever like does like physical combat you know it doesn't have to be a big yoked like barbarian dude it could be like yeah, yeah. It could be, um, it could even be like a paladin. Like it could be someone who also kind of has some like sp spellcasting abilities, but it's like melee focused, right? Um, so you well. could, so like you take those, and then you basically have your your three stats, and of course, um, based on how you describe what your character is, like be let's say like, oh, you know, I'm a a, a daring warrior who you know, has a tendency to, you know, overthink things, you know, yeah. it's like, okay, well, so you could, you could be a warrior that is, you know, has a high, like might stat and a high speed stat, but then because like, oh, they like to overthink things a lot. Maybe their intellect is like, is like less because they overthink things. So they get in their own head. And so literally how your character is created and developed is based on how you describe what your character is. And it simplifies it. That's that's nice. It simplifies it and it just it seems more fun. And 
The very interesting thing about the sniper system is that the DM or the GM doesn't roll dice. Interesting. All the dice rolls are done by the player. And how that works is that let's say there's like the the player wants to do something. Like let's say it's like, oh, I want to search this box. And the and then so the GM will assign a difficulty level like what like zero through ten it's like okay let's say okay you know there's there's a lock on this box but it looks kind of rusty it's a it's a difficulty two it's like all right so basically what you do from there is that you take two and you times it by three so it's so the player has to roll a six or higher to succeed and then of course the higher you go the, the more difficult it gets. But basically, like, if you try to roll a 10, you know, that's a 30, and that's, like, impossible, you know. But what the player does is that they have a pool for every stat. They're, they have a pool that matches what their value is. And basically what they can do is that they can take the amount from the pool. Like, let's say they want to put extra effort into, let's say, um, they want to attack an enemy, but the enemy is like a difficulty of like five. So they have to roll 15 or higher. Okay, well, you know, my might's not that strong. So I want to try to like, you know, I want to try to make this roll better in my advantage. So I'll put an extra effort. So you like take three away from your pool and it decreases the level by one. So like, okay, instead of like a 15, now, uh, you know, I only have to roll like a, like a, a 10 or a 12 or whatever, you know, a lower number. Um, but the ish, the thing is your pool is also your health. So each stat has its own individual pool. And so if one pool gets depleted, um, the, the character gets, um, hindered. It's like, okay, well, you know, your roles are going to start to weaken a little bit. You know, you're going to, you're going to be more sluggish because your character's taking a beating, mm-hmm. you know, your character, second pool gets depleted. They become debilitated, so it's like okay, they're they're pretty much like on the ground. They can't do much. Like they're they're in trouble. And then once the third gets depleted, you're dead. So it's kind of like a resource management kind of thing on the player side. But then the abilities and items that they can collect and find are more fine tuned to like based on what their character is. Instead of being like, okay, you're, you know, you're rogue class. Okay. You have this list of abilities that you get. Whereas like this is like, that's okay. good. You have yeah, more so freedom. It's more freedom. And it's, and it seems really fun. And I, I hope it works out pretty well. I think it w- will be really fun. Um, oh, the one thing I will say this now, I'll, I'll get off of this. Cause I, you know, I know not everybody's into tabletop game. I know we are, but, um, how XP works in the cipher system is meant to not have you hold on to it. So, and also what's interesting is the rule book actually like says like XP is not necessarily earned through battle. It's earned through experience, like doing things and like the GM can, the GM can interfere in like person's task. And then if they, if they choose to overcome it, they get experience. And so let's say like, oh, um, there's like a small like gap that someone has to jump over, right? 
Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's, you know, it's it's like a level one difficulty. Like for the, for your character, you have like a feat that lets you, you know, you have a very like, you know, high jump. You know, you, you've jumped through things all your life and you're good at like acrobatic stuff. You can, you can do that easily. It's like, all right. Mm-hmm. Well, the GM can come in and have an incursion and be like, hey, while you make this jump, all of a sudden there's a big gust of wind that pushes you back. So it makes you in danger of falling. How and then the player can choose to either take this on, and if they succeed, they get experience. Or if they have experience already, they can take away their experience and choose not to do it. Or interesting. I like that. You could bypass it sort of. You can bypass the whole situation, like, no, nah, I, I don't want to do that. You know, I am, you know correcting i'm course correcting on my own my own accord um but also you can use experience to of course like unlock new abilities you know upgrade your characters you know it's meant so like you're not just collecting experience just to level up you're collecting experience to enhance your character or like you could like partner with it you could use it to get a situation or that's cool i like that that's a cool concept and so it's really cool um I ha- I haven't looked through like the entire uh, PDF of it, but I'm I'm planning to, and hopefully, um, if we have a free, if we have a free day, I would love to you know do something with it, like try one of their makeshift campaign or like one shots, and like just kind of take it for a test drive and see what works, oh, yeah. what doesn't work. Do it well, maybe. I think you'll <laughs> you want to crunch it this weekend, but maybe when I get back, or you could try it when I'm gone too. Sounds like, honestly, it it leans itself to. I was looking at the pictures and stuff. Like it probably would have been great for ma- like my Mass Effect run, or if you just want to do like a superhero kind of thing, or or just so even what, maybe even regular D anD D. It's probably fun with, with yeah. that too. So, so what they like to tout is that Fantasy, the system, say, not D anD D. What they like to tout is that this system can be pretty much incorporated into any genre. See that, like, like, like they say, it's like it's like a genre free system. Like you can. You can change the, you can change the name of certain things to fit your style, and then it everything just yeah, works yeah. as it should. It's like okay, so I thought that was really interesting. So that's that's it's very been, accessible, very accessible, and that's been my uh, a majority of the things I've been doing the past few days. Except I've been playing a shit ton of Street Fighter Six. Oh yeah, that came out. And it Diablo came 3, out. Uh, Four came out today. But yeah, let's talk about Street Fighter Six. Oh yeah, I know. I was, I was thinking about Street Fighter. Uh. <laughs> um, but yeah, what was dude. that? Tell us about Street Fighter. Oh boy! <laughs> oh, so good. Oh my god! Like, so for full for full, you know, disclosure, I have not touched Street Fighter Five. When it came out, I didn't have a PlayStation Four, and it was exclusive to PlayStation Four, so I didn't have access to Street Fighter V, and at the time, Street Fighter V wasn't in a good place. It didn't start getting good until, like, closer to, like, season... Maybe, like, season 3, but definitely season 4 and 5, and at that point, I was just kind of, like, you know, I'm already this far out of it. I don't want to, like, jump in, like, all the way, you know, past Arcade Edition, past, like, you know, the tail end of Street Fighter V, knowing that Street Fighter Six is probably coming. So, I haven't played... Street Fighter since like full on since Super Four, and I maybe played a little bit of Ultra, 
but yeah, I haven't played I Street Fighter in a long time. Fernando's shit. Yeah. So I haven't played in a while. But bruh, Street Fighter 6? I know I'm coming from like a biased opinion, but I, I can honestly say Street Fighter 6 has the potential to be a runner-up for Game of the Year. Really? That's bold for a fighting game. It it pretty much took everything that was wrong with Street Fighter Five, and then fully loaded this game like like head to tail with just so much content, so much good quality gameplay, and just like, it looks fucking fantastic. Um, so one of the things that was wrong with Street Fighter Five is that when it came out. The, the heads of the Street Fighter team at the time were trying to make it more focused to like a, you know, fighting game, like a fighting game, like tournament, like style, you know, it was trying to really pander to like the FGC, the FGC, like tournament, um, like culture. Right. And obviously that didn't work out too well because the game came out and there, it was had barely any features in it. A lot of stuff was delayed, you know people weren't happy with the presentation that they were given. So with Street Fighter 6, not only do you have like really solid online gameplay, like to to what, it's been since Friday. So it's like 5 days or so yep. since the game's been out or like th- nine. Thursday night, yeah. I have not had a bad experience online. Like nice. Thursday night was a little bit iffy just because it was everything was getting so jam-packed. But since then, like, I've had solid matches online, like, like, I wouldn't say flawless, but I've say like near flawless, like matchups online with no problems. Um, the, they have a whole suite. They have actually three different suites that you can go from. They have like the, the basic, like AI, like campaign. They have like the arcade mode and like, they have special matches and stuff like that. And they have their um, their battleground, which is like their online hub, where you can go into this hub, and like you can have your avatar, and like people are at game cabinets playing online matches, or you can have your avatars fight each other, or they even have cabinets that have old Street Fighter games that you can play people on. Remember that being a feature, yeah. And that's super sick. And then they have like leaderboards that are popping up, like showing you who's like number one in the server right now, and like you know, a lot of cool stuff and. Um, I don't know if there's any tournaments going on right now, but there is a tournament section, so you can have, like, game tournaments online, which is sick. Um, and then they have the World Tour mode, which is, like, you know, you take your avatar, and you can travel the world training with all of, like, the big, like, Street Fighter characters, learning their styles, and you're kind of going through a story and stuff like that, and they have, like, maps so you can roam around. You can just challenge people to a fight. And you can just fight people on the streets because it's Street Fighter and it's fun <laughs> as shit. Finally, you can fight people in the street. <laughs> but, dude, I I have, I haven't had this much fun with a fighting game since, you know, maybe, like... Because I'm an avid Tekken fan. I, I play Tekken now and again. But, you know, Tekken 7's been around for a while. So I still have a lot of fun with it. But, like, that, you know, that big rush of, like, you know, a new game hasn't been around for a bit. So, like, Street Fighter Six, I feel like it's going to be the start of, like, a new age for fighting games. Because, like, what? We have Street Fighter Six, 
is a fantastic game coming out of the gate. You know, super great. You know, I love to see, you know, hard work paid off. Um, we're getting like Mortal Kombat in a few, like Mortal Kombat 1 in a few months. And like mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat games always look pretty cool, you know, because, you know, you have the nice graphics because you have the little fatalities and stuff. And, you know, Mortal, Mortal Kombat's always been a good selling fighting game. You know, it's very popular, like with the general audience. You know, it's, it's a classic fighting game series. And then we're getting Tekken 8. We don't have a date yet, but we're getting Tekken 8 and it looks fucking fantastic. It's running an Unreal 5, you know, uh, Street Fighter 6 is running on the RE engine. So this is the first like Street Fighter game on the RE engine. and It looks fucking great. Um, You know, we're getting the Project L from um, Riot Games sometime soon, hopefully. And that looks like it's going to be a banger ass game. Like we're just going to we're just having a new era of just like cool ass looking fighting games, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, Street Fighter has been like super dope. Um, you know, I I like I have my good days and my bad days. I've been, you know, I've had some good nights having some solid matches where I'm just kicking butt with Ken. And then there's some nights where I just get my ass handed to me by, you know, what I assume is probably a 12 year old that's way better at the game than I am. Um, summer break, man. Summer break. But yeah, I I'm having fun. Um so for Street Fighter 6, they implemented like they have the classic controls, but now they have modern control what they call modern controls. And it's like a new simplified version of like Street Fighter like game mechanics, right? So you re- you remember Street Fighter, like you have the 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 three punch like light, medium, heavy punches, and then you have a, yeah, the kicks. Yeah. And you have to do like the the stick motions and the button combos yeah, to like yeah. do your moves, yeah, right? Pretty classic, yeah. So that's still there. For modern though, it's a relatively speaking, it's a three button layout. You have your lights, you have your mediums, and you have your heavies. So it makes it simple. Like, okay, you know, that's my light, that's my medium, that's my heavy. Yeah. Now you can't do exactly everything because you can't choose whether it's a punch or a kick. It's just based off, you know, what they give you for that character, yeah. right? Um, but they give you a special button. So think like Smash Brothers. The ha- like Smash Brothers has like the the B- the bees. Versal so edge. So it's so it's kind of like that. So you can pull off your specials with just a button and a direction, and it's like, oh, you could just, you know, for PlayStation, you press triangle, you could do a Hadouken, or you can do, you know, a Yoga Fire or whatever. You know, you can do any kind of special move, and then. It's a two button combo and a direction if you want to do your specials, like your supers and stuff like that. And it's like it's super simple. And then they have like a new system, like it was just the the drives where you know you could do like a heavy counter attack or something like that, or you can do like a a block or something or like a dash. And it's cool mechanics, and it's definitely something you kind of have to work with, but it's not difficult. Like you work at it, and it you start getting it pretty quickly, which is nice. It's not something that you have to like punish yourself over to like get yeah yeah get into like the door right you can you can walk into the door right away with modern controls and you could just go you know I literally I literally played my first match with modern controls and I I was just I was having a grand old time I was having a blast so basically what I'm saying is is that one of these days soon Joel you and me where Wherever, you know, 
we will do this live. We should go a few rounds in Street Fighter and just have a fun time. No. But you can just come over. We can just play here on my PlayStation. All right. I got to get back in the game. Got to warm up with some Soul Calibur. (laughs) Waiting on seven in wherever, three, five years from now. I've been, you know, growing up, we had a Super Nintendo. We had like a Hunt Mm. for Red October game. An Ultraman game. There's an Avengers game. Um, But we also had Super Street Fighter 2. I was tough for five or six year old me trying to fight Zangief and M. Bison and whatever. I was like, "Uh," you know, (laughs) Sonic Boom. And I was like, "Uh," you know, but so. How do I do it? Exactly. I think, uh, you know, hearing all those Yoga Fire, Yoga Flames, and Vegas, you know, so I think you're right. We're, We're doing. You have the fight stick, though. So. I don't know. I gotta. I gotta so, get familiar. So, what's interesting, Joel? I haven't used it at all yet. Really? I thought. It, <laughs> damn. The the control like they have fine tuned the controls so well that you can literally just use a controller. Wow. Now, I I do intend to try it out on my on my my stick, but like literally using a PS5 controller, I haven't had any problems. Is it crossplay? Uh, it should be. Okay, good. Uh, PlayStation, right. Xbox, Console PC. Wars back. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I Except I have been that challenge. I come back. <laughs> I I am back in. I am back in the Street Fighter. You know, I'm I I'm not going to be good at it. I can already tell I'm not going to be good at it. But I'm going to have a I'm going to have a lot of fun. shitty avatars, dog. I already saw that one guy who had like Bro, a motorcycle helmet seen... that was. <laughs> yeah, no I've legs, all arms. Some of the most Cronenbergian fucking monstrosities. <laughs> People with like pencil thin legs and like no torso, and just like a fucking donut body walking around <laughs> with their fucking chromed out skin. It's like, oh, you you nice. can find some hideous monsters in in the battlegrounds. It's, it's oh, yeah. perfection. <laughs> it's perfection. Um, but yeah, besides that, you know, you know, that's pretty much all I've been doing. You know, we, of course we, you know, we went to, we went to Fanime and, and like stuff like that. Um, and that was, that was cool. That was fun. Uh, can't really say more about that. Cause I usually for conventions like that, I kind of just use it as excuse to buy things, yeah. you know, like go to the dealer's hall and stuff go there like to that. spend um, money. <laughs> I did find this really sick like it was like this ink brush painting of uh kaiju number eight and it was the only person yeah, that i, I saw that did kaiju number eight like artwork and so i had to snag that it was really sick i just hung it up um the other day and nice. i love it um but yeah you know i've just been chilling i'm gonna be playing you know more games gonna be playing more street fighter gonna be playing more tears of the kingdom um, yeah. I still I still am trucking through Ghost of Tsushima. And that's been really fun. Nice. Um, I've been I've been actually really loving that. I I kind of don't know why I held on to it for as long as I did because I got it when it released, and that was like in 2020. So I had time to play it, but for some reason I didn't. But I'm in there now. I'm having a blast. I'm just wandering Tsushima, fucking yeah. trying to find a bunch of Mongols to fucking, you know, whip their asses and <laughs> try to save the island. And that's, nice. a, that's, that's about it for me, dude. 
I uh, dove back into Sea of Thieves just for a little bit. But try oh, really? to level up the season pass. I got a long way to go in five weeks, and <laughs> two of the weeks I'm out. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, fuck, that's some work to do. Uh, but yeah, it's it's still active. Still people pirating. Got my butt kicked by a galleon. I was asleep. But oh, no. Put up a fight. It's fine. They bullied you. We're, they were bad at chasing me, so it was kind of fun. I was, I was oh, really? Interesting. Yeah, okay. they, were, they were not. A, they, I was like, you guys just won because I fucked up. <laughs> like, I, I crashed <laughs> the rock, like, trying to do something. Oh, like, oh no. Like, it wasn't oh, even God, it yeah. wasn't even because of them. It was just your fuck yeah, up. Like, uh, they oh. did, yeah. But I was also like, fuck it. Let's go. Let's go. I just turned in eventually too. I was like, come on, all right. Let's see what you're made of. <laughs> you're chasing <laughs> me for this long. I was like, this is it. <laughs> this is out. We're cool. They didn't like they didn't were like, ha ha ha, you know, you suck. They they just killed me and took my stuff. I was like, okay, fine. Okay. I respect you just being regular pirates. That's that's okay, I guess. Yeah. Okay. I need to play more Sea of Thieves. Still fun. Still, Still pirating. Fun. It, um took away the image though. Saying uh new story on the way. It it just says now like you did the last whatever the last adventure we did. It's like congrats on doing the last adventure. But they took away the new story soon, I gotta say. I was oh, like, okay. oh they 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 they're whatever they're doing, I, it's taking a lot of work because they've been pushing it back. I mean, maybe, uh, you know, the Xbox showcase is happening. I think this weekend. Oh, maybe we'll see. Maybe we'll see what they're, what they've been doing. Last time, last time they had a big outing, they, we got pirate, we got pirates of the Caribbean shit. Like they, they've been holding it back for like a little bit now. So it's, it has to be something big. I hope so. Our flag means death crossover. That'd be sick. I'd be down. Get some fucking Taiko Atiti shit going on. Just have Taiko Atiti and see these. And see these. What's this crab guy? <laughs> it's like, we don't know either. He's here. I'm supposed to make a Star Wars show, you know. <laughs> right. Oh, movie. Movie. All right. All right. Um, is there anything else you wanted to uh, bring up? Not that I could think of, just yeah, like I was mentioning before, Diablo 4 literally came out today, probably yeah, last true. night at 9. Um, I'm curious, but not curious enough. Sorry, Blizzard. Maybe, you know, a couple, whenever it's on Game Pass, never. Um, I'll check it out. I'm sure it'll be, uh, it's a lot of fun. I'm not going to yuck everyone's yum, but just maybe in time, I'll actually check it out. It does look pretty clean, but all right now. I, I mean, I've only been hearing, hearing good things from, from yeah, right. people, so. Yeah. I mean, Diablo's never been my thing, so I'm not going to touch it. But yeah. you know, at least it's not uh, Diablo three. And yeah, I remember. I, I remember when it came out. I had people on the floor. I was like uh, in Santa Cruz. They're like, "We're so excited!" But we skipped school. We got Diablo three. They were all playing, but they were also. Like, I was like, "How is it?" They're like, eh. <laughs> "They were so excited." But they were like, eh. "Oh, well, at least they were able to get, actually get on it." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that was that was the biggest issue. People couldn't get on the game. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, um, I think that'll about do it for this episode of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sorry, sorry. Uh, this could be live, so we couldn't talk to you guys directly in the chat like we normally do. But uh, yeah. we'll we'll figure something out. See, see where our hearts lie for the future. But of course, 
while we, you know, they wait for that stuff, Joel, uh, how else could they possibly communicate with us? Questions, comments, suggestions, feedback, reasons why you should catch up on Common Rider. Tired of sh- tired of us, sorry, shitting on Morbius. Why you should watch <laughs> Ted Lasso or use Glaives for Fun Destiny 2. Hit us with an email, unitedwenerdcast at gmail.com. Where is it on this prompt I'm reading? UnitedWeNerdcast at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter, United underscore we nerd. We're on YouTube. We're also on Twitch. Ugh, right? <laughs> we'll see how that's going to turn up. We still are there, United We Nerd, one word. And of course, we're on Facebook on the Zuckerverse. And uh, TikTok too. I always forget we're on TikTok. Uh, I need to get I need to get your password again. Uh, I, I know it's here. I need to try again. I was like blocked for three attempts. I don't know if I was doing something wrong. Yeah, oh, I don't that's know. Weird. It's probably user error. But yeah, check us out there. Oops. We're there. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, and Instagram too. I always forget that last one. We're on Instagram. I the videos I couldn't put on TikTok. I put on Instagram. So I got some more still on the way. Uh, there's some footage of us playing with that guy against that guy at Fandom A. Um, there's oh, some yeah. old Battlefront footage of Brian opening this box <laughs> from who knows how long <laughs> <Nothing>. ago. <laughs> so, yeah, so go see some more of our content there. Uh, tomorrow's Wednesday. Usually I, I try to do like a way back Wednesday or throwback Thursday at the very least. So go find us there. Brian, though, if they want to reach you and challenge you, that's Guile. Sonic, boom your ass to the next dimension. Oh, Where no. can they find you? Well... I'll, I'll I'll dragon kick them to the next dimension, but okay. we we could duke it out. Uh, of course, you could you could hit me up on uh, on Twitter, Instagram at uh, Brian underscore Saber, as well as TikTok, and uh, also I guess uh, Twitch as well. Even though I I kind of haven't been on there, I don't know what the future's gonna lie, but I definitely uh, will figure that out in the future but twitter and instagram is definitely my most active spots for sure um what about you joel where can people find you when you're out in the world uh mad mech monster mine on soundcloud has dropped four new songs recently go check hey, it yo. out this guy in belarus shout out to you you've been really liking it thank you bro wherever you are wherever you are i got like a bunch of hits if they're bots thank you robots anyway <laughs> find me there um also uh tiktok same thank you robots there mad mech monster mind i post a lot of gaming content there once in a while some goofy video lots of destiny stuff so if you like destiny find my goofball antics there or sea of thieves once in a while something happens there and uh twitter acoustic avenger but the i is a one find me there oh yeah all right well of course again sorry this wasn't live but i hope you guys understand that Thank you for waiting. We know it's been Thank a minute. Thank you we for just, waiting. We're getting so busy. busy. <laughs> we are so busy now. You know, we yeah, got it just pe- happens. We got people traveling all over the country. We got, you know, jobs hold us up. But we're, we're going to find a way. We're, whatever, whatever we do, we always find a way to get you guys up to date what's been going on with us and with the nerd world. Mm-hmm. And, of course, uh, obviously, you're either listening or watching this. Uh, on the man where you could do that of course on twitter and podcast services around the globe but of course we appreciate you for supporting this podcast we couldn't do it without you guys we love to hear your feedback we'd love for you to share this you know if you're on 
you know, a podcast service that allows you to, you know, review and rate, please do. It will really help us out to understand what you guys want to see from us. And of course, if you're watching this on YouTube, leave a comment, leave a like, maybe subscribe to the show if you're feeling a little frisky. Smash that subscribe button! You know, we we know it's kind of weird to do the pandering thing, but hey, you know, we want to have, be able to have as many nerds here to talk about nerdy-ass shit as possible, and we can only do that if you guys, you know, light the beacon, as it were. Where else will you hear us complain about Tamfran Mall in California? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> But of course, until the next time we complain about the Tanfran Mall, remember to always and forever keep on nerding. <laughs>